Hello and welcome to You've Never Seen Back to the Future, the podcast where Leah catches up on films which everyone else has been spending the last 30 years watching. Hello. Does that sound fair enough? Sounds very fair, yeah, very fair. And there are a lot of films I'm uh, beginning to realise that I haven't watched, <laughs> like a lot. Yeah, well, now that you've just co- realised how many people come up to you and go, have you seen this, have you seen this, and you always know, but I have seen Hunger Games Part 2 a lot. You're now yes. realising there's a lot of other films out there. In fact, you're about to travel, so if you... This is a great opportunity for you to watch a film. You've got a long flight ahead of you. With a baby. I don't think it's going to be a put on a headset and, and like, get some nuts and chill out kind of flight. I think it's going to be him trying to desperately escape the confines of the seat and us trying not to lose our minds or jump out of the doors midair. So... I mean, it doesn't sound... The kids, the kids sleep a lot, right? It's I a mean, flight. It's, I like having a nap on the flight. Yeah, me too. Make make sure he has some headphones. Put a podcast on. Lovely. All right, give it a go. Right. Well, hold on. Let's describe the film that you're gonna you're gonna be watching then. This film is definitely about a man. Such a confident start. This film is definitely about a man who convinces another man to let him peel his face off and wear it like a cheap Halloween mask. I imagine that the first man, let's call him Faceless, is very angry. He thought they were going to swap faces, but no, he's just writhing about in agony, chained chained to a metal table, screaming, my face, my face, my beautiful face, you bastard. He's in an underground lair, you've put in brackets, to give sort of, you know, scene setting. And the other man, let's call him Faceful, is delighted. He's got a new face and he's feeling good. As to why, I think Faceful got into a shitload of trouble with the Mafia. It's quite complicated, but he was hired by one family to take out another, and he needed a way to finish off his master plan without being observed because the family that hired him decided he was a traitor and have put a bounty on his head, or his face, if you will. In the end, he manages to kill the family and gets the bounty lifted. It's a true thriller, and even though he's a face stealer, you really want him to complete his mission. The film ends with him starting to pull his stolen face off. Once he is done, he returns his face to the poor man, and then they will make another movie called Face On. It's the story of how Faceless gets revenge. It's far better. As ever, there's there's a lot of information there. Um, you, you've This one, you've really described start to finish how the whole film goes. And again, as a reminder, this is you've just described the film beginning to end, and you've never seen it. No, but this is what I... I've heard of the film Face Off. Sure. Um, I will just correct you. The guy who has his face removed, when he's yelling in the lair, I imagine him saying, my face, my face, my beautiful face. Because <laughs> um, I don't think his first language is English. Um, but anyway. So the man who loses his face is Italian? Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. I, I, you know that I'm very, you know, I'm, I'm fluent in Italian, so that... That was easy for me to pick up. That that um, is just um, just wanted to correct that because I I see that scene as being quite it's quite um it's quite visceral. So, where have you got this from? What what's inspired your description? I think two things. I think that in my head I am confusing 
this movie with another movie that I have seen. I do tend to do that a lot, don't I? Yeah, um, that's a real theme. Of the there's a movie which I really love, which I don't know the name of, but it's about these two. It's kind of like a comedy, but it's a comedy something. I don't know what you'd call it. There's these two different houses. Um, in, I think they're in New York and they hate each other. And there's this guy who accidentally ends up having to go between them and um it's kind of a bit funny the character's quite funny he's like a bit of a goofball character um is it called something slevin lucky number slevin is that the one is it like i've not seen that because i just i think i have seen it and it's just not in any way memorable me oh i thought if it's the film i'm thinking of i think it's fucking brilliant there's these two houses that are at war it's the kind of mafia theme now i think that in my head i might have kind of created my own hybrid version of that film um with the face-off film and i don't know uh why (laughs) but you do always seem to to do this you considering you've not seen many films you then just kind of i maybe this is why you've not seen many because in your head you're like well there's not really that many films and that's because you've kind of combined so many of them together that there's not yeah. you, know, you don't realize how many films have been made i think probably because i've decided what films are about when I see them, I'm like, well, I don't want to see that because I know what that's about. And I mean, this film actually, I want to watch, and I want to watch it because doesn't that sound like a film you'd want to watch? I mean, you've got some drama, you've got some face stealing, you've got the kind of intrigue and the kind of the, the mafia vibe. I mean, that's always interesting. Sorry, I was going, but does he literally like? Does he carve his face off him? Like he peels it off. He peels it. Basically, he does. He kind of cuts it like in a very, you know, fine way. You know, when you're dead, um, <laughs> and yeah, cast your mind back. Yeah, yeah. When you die, um, when they like will uh, perform an autopsy of you, should they perform an autopsy of you, uh, they actually do uh, peel the the literal face off of your off of your body um and you know it's very similar to taxidermy which i i did recently yeah yeah but that was with mice it's mice but you're literally pulling the skin off from the body it's the same principle right he's going to cut round um and he's going to take off the actual face um leaving you know the the um the 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 stuff so it's it's not something like clever with like lasers. Oh, it's or... lasers. Oh, it's lasers. I say, okay. I was imagining just like him carving it. Up. Oh no, no, it's, it's done with lasers. This guy is yeah. not. This guy's not shitting around, right? Faceful is. He's got a lot riding on this. Basically, it, well, he's got his life riding on it. You know, he needs to get the family off him. So the best way to do that is to get his target dead. Um, yeah. He's going to get paid for that hit, which is. I mean, we're talking. We're talking billions. Billions? Yeah, billions. Who has he yeah. killed? I don't want to ruin it for you, Ross. Like, who's watching <laughs> Come on. I just, I often feel the need to sort of recap as we go along because your plots are so complex. He has been paid billions of pounds to kill someone, but now he has. That person's family is on is after him. So no, he's still no, 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 no. So he is basically like a fixer. Do you know what a fixer is? Explain to me. 
So, like, he's in a mafia family. You've always right. got the person who's going to, like, fix shit when it goes wrong. You know, you just like be that. like, this person's talking smack about us. He'll go and he'll shoot them. This guy is a fixer, right, for a mafia family. And he has been, he's, he's been given a job, but this is a big job. He has to take out this arch rival, let's say, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, it's really important that he he gets it done but along the way shit goes down and the family that hired him the family that he's fixing for they believe that he has double crossed them so his employer puts the bounty on his head billions of pounds he's been paid so he but hang on he hasn't got the money he's basically been told that is the money he'll get when he's when he does the job but what's happened is Somehow his employer think that they've he's double crossed them. So they've now put a bounty on his head. So right. what he needs to do in this order, he needs to kill the guy who he yeah. was hired to kill to prove to his employer that he's not a dick, right? And right. get the bounty lifted from his head so that he can get his money, get on with his life. But sure. he can't do that with his own fucking face because everyone is looking for him now. His employer their henchmen, the enemy, their henchmen, and everybody in the underworld, underworld, I don't know if that's the real terminology, but yeah, everybody yeah, in the, yeah, because there's a bounty on him and his employer is one of the most powerful men in the world. So there you go. So what he needs is a new face. And that's exactly what he does. And he's got money, right? He's got money. He's got technology. He's got knowledge. He's got, he's got a lot of, you know, he's also got a lot of savvy. Um, but what he needs is a new face, and that's that's where we that's sort of where we pick up. That's the, you know, that's the kind of. We we not really said anything about faceless. So the man who's given up his face mm. has he like been paid to give up his face, or is his face stolen? Stolen, stolen. Oh, no. Yeah, absolutely. This guy. I mean, I don't know why he stole his face. Maybe, maybe. I and actually, to be fair, I'll elaborate. I would imagine, but again, just thinking, free sure, thinking yeah. now. If you're going to steal a face, it needs to be one that's going to easily fit on your own kind of architecture. So what he's done is... <laughs> I've, never heard the, I've never thought of it as facial architecture. But it's, yeah, sure. The same sort of face, same sort same of size. Sort, same sort of face, same size, same shape. So what he's done is he's probably used a computer program, I would imagine. Maybe that's the start of the film, just running through all of those profiles. Um, he's found the man who's got the perfect... A copy of his sh- size and shape of face, but totally different in the fact that um, I don't know how that would be, but maybe his skin is different colour. Maybe he's got different um, mottling. <laughs> but if you think of when they um, they find like an old skull or like a mummy or something, and mm. from like the, the skull they build up what the face would look like, yeah. which I always think is kind of quite amazing because how just from the skull. Like, how do you know what their skin would be? Like, some people have got sort of, like, say, like, maybe, like, big choppy cheeks. Yeah. Maybe they've got, you know, like, a very sort of gaunt face. Um, but anyway, so he's using a similar software. Maybe he saw it, you know, when they, you know, they, they dug up uh, a mummy. They're using that software mm-hmm. to, on his face, so he's got a scan of his face, yeah. does a scan of 
other available faces in the world? And does he just pull a guy off the streets or is that person... Oh, he hunts him down. This guy is a trained mercenary. Like, hunts he, him, of course he, he hunts, hunts him, him down. down. He takes him, he takes him to the lair, he ties him to the table, and then he goes laser crazy on his guy. this guy's fat chay. Then he's got the fat chay. Laser crazy on his fat chay. He hasn't... This guy, like... And this is important because it comes on to the second film, right? This guy is in agony. He, he's he been left, you know, without painkillers, without a face. He's just like, all those nerves are just exposed. It's, oh, it's, I mean, oh, so he's literally just taken it. He's not, has he put the, the face, face full, has taken faceless's face and put it on top of his face? He's double faced. Double faced, yeah. So at the end, when he peels his face off, it's very much it, it's the reveal of his original fat chase. It's like, Whoa! it's not like he's had his own face laser off. He's no harm has come to him. He's used a little bit of like I don't know, let's say super glue or something to like get that for face on there. He's got another face. Put it on top. Is it because it's, it's such a good, you know, it's such a good likeness? He can just slip it on. Slip it on. Fits like a glove. Okay. In fact. We should change that expression to fits like a face. Fits like a face. Well, I've, I've written down laser crazy on his fat shape because when we get into the whole merchandise, I'd imagine that's going on a T-shirt. I've got to be honest. I'm actually thinking that would be a tagline for the film, yeah? Okay. No, no, not, not, not that bit, but fits like a face. Face off. Fits like a face. I think it should actually cause people to feel quite a lot of fear. This film should generate that feeling in you that at any moment you could be kidnapped, pulled off the street and someone could laser your face right off and leave you tied to a table. Like that that should really resonate with people. Does Faceless get a face back? At the end, he gets it back. So every now and again, are they cutting back to him just lying on a table with no face? Yeah. Ah, my facho, my facho. Like my facho, in- me facho. Yeah. How long has he been left there for? I mean, how long? I I actually think not that long because I think by the time most of the film, all of the film, sorry, is from the time where he steals the face, right? The backstory is like, you know when films do that thing where, so we start with the guy stealing the face and then we learn about his employer, we learn about his original mission, we learn what he did, we learn that they think that he's now a traitor, we learn about the bounty. So all of that kind of builds into the story. Yeah. but. So we sort of start in the middle. So actually the point where he's got the new face and he goes and does what he needs to do. And I mean, I'm not, there's a lot of stuff happening in that part of the film. That's probably all going to happen in like a day, maybe two. So it's not like right. it's months or, or years, but when he gets his face back at the end and the guy does like weld it back on for him. I mean, he's naturally going to have bruising and scarring and he's not going to feel too good for a while, but he does have a face back and he will be okay. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not that much focus on him other than the fact that he gets his face back. We know that because it's important because obviously the next part of it is he picked the wrong fucking guy because although he used the software and he got the right face, what he didn't realise was this guy is also a train killer and he's now <sighs> going to come for him. And that's... Oh, you know, and that's that's the second film. Face that's, on. That's face on. Yeah. And I think right. there'll be one more, which is probably called something like face forwards or like... Um, I don't know, face the facts. There'll be like a final, it'll be like a trilogy. I think trilogies are powerful. If you had face, like face up to the truth, something like that. 
Oh, nice. That's really good. That is good, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that a lot. So, obviously, but we should all be living in fear that someone might take our our face. Is there anyone who you ever see and you're like, they do have the same facial architecture as me? I, I should. I'm just going to keep an eye on them in case they tie me to a table and laser my face off. No, not so much. But you do get that situation, don't you, where, like, again, my same friend Sarah, weird. She had a double when we were at college. Same period as well, so it's really weird. She had... She had a double, and I swear to God, that girl, I mean, it wouldn't have helped at all because if she'd have stolen that girl's face, she would have looked exactly the same because they were literally (laughs) a bit of each other. So I feel like it's a hard thing to recognise about the software because you need someone who looks different to you but underlyingly is the same. You need to be able to see people without their faces on. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you need to be able to look at their bone structure. You need to be able to look at their underlying architecture and be like, oh, man, you with my face, chef's kiss. It's not like you can look at someone and go, wow, you're, you're, you're the spit of my bones. You don't know your own bones, right? So now you need some sort of software that is going to just look at people. I told you this. He's got the software. Yeah, but we need that software. No, 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 we can't have it. Like we're not we're not part of that world, Ross. So this is quite um you said, you know, it's it's almost like a horror film, it sounds like sort of oh, like a thriller no. actually. Oh no, not that bad. It's not a horror, no, it's a thriller. I think in the beginning you just get that sense of, wow, that could have been me. That that's it. You like <laughs> Yeah, but what well, as in like he's just looking for a face. He's not looking for anyone. Yeah. He's just looking he's looking for facial he's looking architecture. For a match. That's it. He's looking for a match. It's like you know, he could have been looking for a, a girlfriend, right? He's, he's on a, it's like a, he's just looking for a match. That's it. So you've just got that feeling. I think you've got, I think you've got a few feelings, right? You've got the feeling of like, wow, this poor guy. But like yeah. I said, Faithful is a likable character. And as you go through, you know, he's a fixer, you know, he's a murderer, you know that he's done wrong in his life. And you also know that he's just cut a man's face off with a laser. But you want him to succeed. You want him to kill the, 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 the person he's meant to kill. You want him to get the bounty lifted. You, you're, you're rooting for him. And that's what makes yeah. this film so powerful in my mind. That is why I want to watch this movie because I know that I'm going to be like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be split. I'm going to be angry that he's cut this man's face off. If it was, if we, if indeed I'm right about what this film is about, but I'm also rooting for him to succeed. And that I think is that's power right there. And, and when you are when you are making a movie, that's what you want, right? You want people to really like I don't know, like want to support the characters. Even though he's the villain, you support him. You're like, get in there, cut that man's face off. They are the best villains. Like think of think of good villain characters. Like the ones that you like. Well, I'm watching the Sopranos at the moment, and that is like he is I've never seen this one. Well, he's the head of a mafia family and therefore he has to kill people. But you do you like, like him. him. There you go. Yeah. So technically they're portraying him as the hero, right? Probably because it's a series about him. Um, but really he's a villain. Any time that you put a baddie as a as a title character and then you try and say, well, yeah, he's a baddie, but look at his human side. You can't help but like him, even though he's killing thousands of people. But, yeah, he's really nice to his wife. 
Or, oh, he's really, really good with his daughter. Oh, look, he's playing T-ball with his son or whatever the fuck shit they do. The point is, sometimes that is a really powerful way to set up a scene because you end up forming a, a kind of association or a bond with a baddie. And this guy, this is what he does. He just fucking lays the man's face off and you still love him. Like, that is power. I mean, whoever... And, but, and also at the end, also at the end, he, he lays the face back on. He does. He, and he gives the man money. This is the other thing, which is important. I should have mentioned this because the money that he gives him is what actually sets up the guy to come after him. So he kind of fucks himself over. He get, he he fixes the guy's face. He leaves him some cash and he, go, he leaves the room. He, he goes on his life. But when yeah. the guy kind of wakes up from the fixing and sort of takes off his bandages, he's got this cash. He's coming. He's coming for him. So he, he already had the skills, and now he's got the cash, and he's got the motive. Yeah. So basically, again, you're in that moment. You're not. You're not like, oh my god, come on, faceless. You're going to get revenge. You're like, shit, faceful. You're gonna. You're you're in peril. I'm guessing that you want faceless to to go get his revenge, like, you're, you're kind of rooting for both of them. I don't want Faceless to get revenge. Hold on, Faceless is the victim in this. He's had his face, he's got, he's been kidnapped and had his face lasered off. He's, he's a got victim. scarring, you mentioned oozing before, that's never a nice word. Like, no, but he's the victim, but you don't know him. I mean, the only bit you've seen of him in the movie, and let's hang on one second, I've got it here. Um, the DVD case, how long is this movie? It is 133 minutes, which is 61 to over two hours. Two hours I've been rooting for Facebook. I'm not suddenly like switching out. This guy's just been like, oh, my Vache, my Vache, oh, my Vache. He's annoying. He's like, oh, get over it. You've got your face back. It's fine. You're going to be fine. Give yourself a couple of days. Yeah, I know. I know. But this is how powerful. This is how powerful faceful is in the role that he makes you want to that that you love him and that not only that but you don't like the other guy i'm a bit worried about who they've cast in this actually because we you know who it is it don't you um i don't okay i i I think um I, i mean i have looked at the box before but it has slipped my memory now i've got a feeling that guy from national treasures in it Right. But I don't know if Nick he's faithful or faceless. And I don't know who the other man which, is. Which, which one do you imagine that Nick Cage is? Do you think he's the ultra charismatic faceful or the, no. you know, bit of a loser faceless who bit then gets his revenge later? Bit of a loser, I'm afraid. Because, oh, yeah, I would say he's definitely mm, my fudge, my fudge. Yeah, he's my fudge. He's faceless. Yeah. Sure. He's my fudge. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, is there anything else that you want to tell me about this film? No, not at all. Very excited to watch it, though. Very excited. So, have you seen this movie? Yeah, but not for years. Okay, all right. So, I don't I don't remember the details. I think I can remember what doesn't happen. And I don't think, just off the top of my head, I don't think that someone gets um, software that looks for facial architecture, kidnaps kidnaps someone, sticks them on a table, lasers their face off while they go and kill other people and then lasers it back on again. But it, it's been quite a while since I've watched it, so maybe that maybe that is what happens. 
Well, let's see, because I actually think that would be a fucking brilliant film. I mean, it does sound sound good, to be honest. Yeah, we should make it probably. That's not what this is about. We should make it. But obviously, we probably can't call it Face Off because that's already been stolen. Well, do you want to call it Fits Like a Face? Oh, yeah, I do. I do. I want to call it that, yeah. All right, let's go watch it now then. See you in a bit. Bye. Bye. Hello! Hi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, you really left me hanging there. That was awkward. <laughs> I'm going with the big energy hello, and then you just... I was kind of ex- expecting that you were saying hello to everyone who was listening, not to me. So that's oh, yeah. why I kind of fell flat. Sorry. Sorry. <clears throat> so we've both just watched Face Off, and yeah. I, I have thoughts and feelings about this film. Um, I I haven't seen this since it originally came out. No, no. Well, yeah, somewhere. I haven't seen it for a very long time. I had forgotten most of it. Oh, Jesus. What did you think? I thought it was the most ridiculous film <laughs> I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Yeah. And I will tell you what, like normally I make notes, as you know, as I watch through. I made about six A4 sides of notes and I made Ellie watch it with me. She'd never seen the film before. We've never been in that situation. So normally I get to say, who's that? What's he doing? Why is he doing that? Is he okay? Is he a baddie? Is she going to die? That's how I watch films, right? She didn't know any of the answers because she hadn't seen the film, but she predicted the film from the beginning. So it was the bizarrest experience. So we'll get into it because, uh, man, man, I don't know where you want to start, but fucking hell, what were they thinking? <laughs> My memory of it was when you say it was ridiculous. I did not remember it being as ridiculous as it was. I mean, like, it's so ridiculous. I've, I mean, I've got comments like the, the start of it was pretty intense anyway with the kid, right? The dead kid. That was like a lot. Can I can I just stop you immediately and go? The first thing when I was like. This is stupid. Was the touching the face thing? Oh my god, so fucking creepy! If people haven't seen this film or haven't seen it for a long time, this is a a, a bit of it. I completely forgot that the John Travolta character has this thing with his family where he sort of strokes their face, but yeah, like but, yeah. in a really almost creepy, in a creepy way, creepy. sort of like if a blind man was feeling your features and then it turned out he wasn't blind it's just a guy who's got a weird fetish it was like that that's one of the very first things and it's like he was he was reading the kid's face as if he had like some sort of scanner on his hand but you know i think when they when you've got like young kids and you and you want them to sleep if you stroke their forehead like in that kind of way in that kind of creepy like you know finger fingering way um, it's going to like make them like close their eyes, but the way he does it down their whole face when they're adults, it literally made me feel sick. It's so like, weird. So weird. But, and that feels like uh, I'm just going to put a lot of my judgment in here. I feel like that was a John Travolta thing where he was like, you know, we've got this thing in our family. Like, I don't believe. I, I just feels like that's the sort of thing that he would have added. He is the most terrible actor. So midway through this, I was like, this guy is fucking horrific. And yeah. Was like, yeah, I know, but, you know, he's been in some classics. And I'm like, like what? And she told me he is the man from Greece. 
Yeah. Oh my fucking god! Well, he didn't age well, did he? I mean, <laughs> you didn't remember that. What do you mean remember? How would I? Yeah, remember? You didn't know that he was the man from Greece. No, how would I know that? He looks completely different. A famous film, like. Oh yeah, but I don't recall names. So to me, okay. like I didn't know. I know that his name is John Travolta because we watched the film like yesterday, but. I would not remember that probably in a week if you showed me a picture of him. I'd be like, who is that? I don't know. Like, I, I don't I don't recall that information. So I was like, that was a problem because he was shit. The other guy, whose name I can't remember. Yes, Nicholas Cage. He's the man, for me, from National Treasure. Yeah. Right. So you've got to understand this, and this is what I'm beginning to learn. I think it's really going to fuck, fuck me up, this podcast, because because I haven't seen any films... I don't know if actors are good or not because I only know them in one role. So that man, Nicolas Cage, for me, is the man from National Treasure. So when I saw him come out in this film and all this, like, fucking fancy stuff, I was like, the fuck happened to him? Like, he's supposed to be, like, a college professor, archaeologist type, and he's, like, sporting this, like, satin... And I'm like, oh, no, different film, different film. Really, really not the same character. He doesn't always play the same character in different circumstances. Yeah, it's a different film. So we get in there. The kid's dead. That's creepy. The face thing, as you rightly called out. The next thing is the fucking tongue sucking. What was? I don't remember the tongue sucking. On the plane, he says to the woman, "I don't know. Would you be grateful to suck my tongue?" And then sticks his tongue out, and then she sucks it. At that point, I was like, "Ellie, pause the film. Pause the film now. Like, I need a break." Also, I, so I was like, they're going to now show that those two, that was like his girlfriend. And, no, no, that's just the air stewardess. No, she was an FBI agent. Oh, shit, you're right, yeah. She was the FBI agent. Yeah. And she yeah. was just like, well, I guess this is what air stewardesses do. They, uh, they, you know, someone asked to suck their tongue and you, you just got to do it and then bring them a, a little gin and tonic. So the first 10 minutes, really intense. And then I've just got a comment. The gold guns are adorable. Like, I love gold guns. <laughs> I just love them. I don't think a gun can be adorable. I thought his character was really, uh, like, obviously he's, a bad, he's the villain, but I yeah. liked him. I just thought he had moxie. I just thought he had a bit of kind of something about him, really. And the guns energy. And I, the rest of it, I'm just like, so at this point, I do not like John Travolta's character. I'm like, I've got, written a note here. The dad cop. Excuse me. The dad cop is coming at this with far too much emotion. You don't just get in a helicopter and fly it, you know? Like, oh. You don't. oh, okay, yeah. So, right, you're right. Let's stop on that bit as well. Because when that happens, so right, I'm watching it with Haley, and she's like, oh, well, you know, because he's a pilot, he probably, you know, in real life. And I'm like, yes, but in this, he's an FBI agent, and the FBI agent can't just be like, I'm going to take this helicopter now. Dude, what? I mean, maybe in a lethal weapon, I'd have forgiven that, but it was. He was no. just like, yeah, I'm just going to get in this helicopter. And like I say, it's, he, he wasn't being very professional at this point. Really, I don't yeah. believe they would have let him on this case. Because no. if of this is the not. man who's killed your son, there's no way you're leading that investigation. There's a conflict of interest, not a chance. Yeah. So we haven't even got into the ridiculousness yet. Really. <laughs> it's yeah. a bit this stupid. 10 minutes into the film. Yeah, 10 minutes in. Then we meet his wife. My first thought about her is that is not his wife. Like that, they yeah. are not a couple. In no. no world do they mesh together, right? So already I'm, like, thrown off by this. And then his daughter's, like, 20. And it's just, everything just feels really weird. You know, it's only been five years since his son died. 
Why is there a 10-year age gap between his daughter and his son? It, the whole thing feels very... I'm not buying into it. At this point, I'm not buying into it. I'm not sold. I'm out. Um. Okay. So this is where I found out that John Travolta was actually the main man from Greece. Again, I'm shocked because I'm, make, I'm just saying this guy can't act for shit. And the other guy, I quite like him at the moment, but, you know, things aren't great. What happens when they, you know, the plane's gone down and, and he gets kind of toasted in that grill thing? When he... Oh, so yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. I was not aware he was dead. So I don't think they made that point well because I thought, oh, okay, his face has been damaged because he's been pressed into a metal grate and hit with a flame. So he's going to have, like, char-grilled marks. So this is how I thought the whole face-off thing was going to come about. So I'm waiting for that to kind of happen. And then the next thing we know, it's like, right, we need you, the man who has been chasing this bad guy for a really long time, who killed your son to cut off your own face and put on the face of this man to convince his brother to give you some information about a bomb. And I'm like, what the actual fuck? Like, any man could put on the face and have that conversation. Like, any fucking man or woman, yeah? They were saying... Well, their, their point was, firstly, like, that conversation was very short to convince him. They were just like, we're going to need you to... So this guy who's your mortal enemy killed your son. Um, I'm going to need you to put his face on and yeah. then go and pretend to be him. That conversation was about 45 seconds. And not only that, they tried to talk him into it by showing a laser making an ear. Which is not how lasers work, one or two. Like, you, I mean, at this point when this film was made, we didn't even have 3D printers. So, but I, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, it's like a 3D printer. But hang on a second. You're showing me a 3D printer of making an ear. And then you're going to say, we're, so I'm like, okay, so you're going to make a mask of the guy's face. Oh, no, we're going to take his face up. So what was the point of showing me making a 3d ear when what you're actually going to do is just cut some guy's face off and put it on yours the ear had nothing to do with it i think it was supposed to show how technologically advanced this lab was right i think they were supposed to show that this lab is like the fucking future the guy sounds like an absolute psychopath the guy who's running this lab he's a psychopath i mean you got that from five minutes in a room with him i you know I, I'm I'm like watching this film at this point and I'm like, look, I'm not being funny, but all they've got to do, someone's just got to walk into that interview room that they've got his brother in and have a chat with him with this guy's face on, end of movie. How are they going to make a movie out of this? This is my point, right? So I said to Ellie, I don't understand this. Like, he's going to go into that interview room and have a chat. Like, just put the fucking face on a mannequin. Like, he's not going to be suspecting that they've taken the face off his dead brother, are they? And then she's like, but, oh, do anything at all. And then Ellie's like, well, no, but clearly he's going to wake up from a coma and he's going to steal John Travolta's face and he's going to go and steal his life. And I was like, don't be ridiculous. That's absolutely <laughs> insane. That's never going to happen. She's like, Leah, obviously that's going to happen. Otherwise, there's no fucking point to this film. So then yeah. I was like... Because otherwise sucks. the other guy's got no face, which we'll come back to in a second. But yeah, one yeah. thing that I, I loved is that it didn't... You know how, like, films take 
years to develop and they have the idea and they'll be like various versions of the script so much of this felt like they were just like as they were going along it's like someone gone well okay so we're going to swap face the only problem is like we're about the same height but one's a lot chubbier than the other and he's got a scar it's okay because what we're going to do is use remember the the ear thing we're going to use lasers to move your hairline and then also change your body shape but don't worry we can put change all of this back later and it's like you're going too far but it's just i think in someone in a script meeting went well hang on a second they're they're about the same height but they don't really look the same build okay um someone uh yeah okay yeah we'll put in the script that we've got a machine that also changes their body shape as well it felt again felt unnecessary but no i don't think anyone would really have complained that it was unrealistic if you just had them saying that they swapped faces and that's how they did it but it's like skipping way ahead and we might have to might have to edit this and like sort of recite again if this doesn't make sense now but at the end when he goes into the surgery to have his face put back on again and then he just walks into the house and the wife is like oh my god and i was just like you couldn't have picked him up from the hospital what like, and you've... how the fuck do you trust he's your husband without a check there's no way after having a strokey thing that's <laughs> all it needed <laughs> Still, but that's probably why they wrote that into the fucking stupid film. But, look, I mean, I, I talk about this a lot, right, in my notes when I'm reading it through. I, nothing made sense. Like, after the ear thing, I was like, <laughs> I'm out. Then I, I've, I've just written a comment which says, I don't understand it. This film is so stupid. They could have just set up a meeting with him and his brother. Why did they have to send him into a maximum security fucking jail where nobody can protect him from men with cattle prods and fucking metallical boots that suck to the floor. What What was the point of the boots? Like take out the film, right? In that in that prison, I was like, okay, so I must use the boots that if people are having a fight or whatever, they can shut the prison down. But then they didn't do that. So in terms of the script, what was the point? And again, for people who've not seen this for years, the boots could be basically had magnets on it or something. You could turn the magnets on so it stuck to the floor. So he, he blew up the grid. That's what he did. So, you know, the, the guy, you know, when they had the fight and they didn't stop the fight and, and he was pretending to be the other guy and all the rest of that shit. And then he didn't want to kill him with the tray, did he? He didn't want to cut his head off with the tray. And then that guy, then he shut down the boots and said, I stopped the fight, it's not you. So they could control the magnet. But when John Travolta... Let's just call him John Travolta because no, not John Travolta. Sure. The other one, Nick Cage. When Nick Cage like breaks free, and then I mean that whole fucking scene is I don't even get me started on it. But anyway, when he goes and he's like trying to escape, he blows the whole of the electronic setup, so the magnets no longer work, and they can't control the prisoners. Oh, okay. He blows the grid basically, which again is like. I'm not being funny, but if you have the fucking controls for your fucking prisoners in the same prison, it's just there's not even there wasn't even double doors to get through. There was just one fucking door which they ran with a stretcher. Like, oh, hang on, hang on. Big, big plot hole. Which again, maybe they just edited it out so they have a big fight. He's got to escape. He's got to come. So he's got to get out of this prison so he can get back home. And so he, you know, orchestrates this great big fight. He gets out, climbs out of the prison. Turns out it's in the middle of a fucking ocean. Yeah. Right. And he's like, whoa. Then. You see land. You could see land. 
to be fair. What I was going to say, next thing that happens, he's driving a car and you're going, so, hang on a sec. What, how, are we not even going to talk about how he, no. how he got there? We're gonna, we're just... We got the commentary, didn't we, from John Travolta. They were like, you know, he escaped, he jumped off the plane. They were like, have they found his body? They're like, they're not, they haven't found his body. Like, but he's not going to turn up here. And John Travolta was like, he's already here. Like, we yeah. were supposed to just believe that he was so impassioned because, you know, he's still trying to get his family back. Um that he would just he would just swim he just fucking front crawl like front crawl do a bit of doggy style whatever doggy style doggy paddle if anything that's going to cause you problems in the water if you're doing the doggy <laughs> you might yeah so i mean i am an i am so this the, my last comment is the whole thing is completely and utterly ridiculous i mean come along you leave him unguarded and with no face because this is when the guy wakes up right so and then I've I've got a lot more comments, but then I've actually written a line and said, at this point, I really switched off. <laughs> because, to be honest, you've got this absolutely fucking faceless psychopath and you've just left him not even handcuffed in a hospital to the point where he can get up without a face, help himself to drugs, turn on telly, watch some videos, make some phone calls, get people on the ground, kidnap the doctor. I mean... The fuck kind of these are supposed to be like the FB fucking eye, aren't they? And my question at this point was how is he smoking a cigarette without a face? I don't know who's got cigarettes and a lighter inside a uh, operating theatre. That seems dangerous anyway. But he he's just sitting there without a face, which all they did they were then again we, we could really show this to be nice and gruesome. Instead it just you got a little glance and it felt like they'd put strawberry jam over his face. <laughs> and that was... I loved it. The little glance. I was I was absolutely dying for them to do a full pan round. That is when I really kind of switched off, to be honest. And I was like, but then, you know, I was like, well, come on, you've got to do this. You've got to do this. Like, this is work. Yeah. You've got to do this. It's like, come on, it's an assignment. Get your head back into the game. So off he, he goes into the office. He's got all this new swag, hasn't he? And he's like... John Travolta as... Um, as... John Travolta now. But John Travolta with the baddie in Okay, it. right. John Travolta's face. We're talking faces, yeah? And I'm like, he's a different fucking man. I mean, literally. Yeah. You would notice. Everybody would notice. I mean, the whole... And then that whole somewhere over the rainbow scene. Oh, God. So the, there was a lot of bollocks where he was just sort of setting up his new kind of crew and kind of, you know, giving good guy with a bad man's face, like the whole shade when he went to visit him and all that kind of shit. But then you get to the bit where the what's his face has got out of prison. Everybody's like happy days. They go, he go. The, go oh, so hard to know who's you're talking about. Good guy with the baddie's face goes to bad guy's friend's house. You know the woman with the kids, and then they have the fucking mother of all shoot ups. And that kid has been given a set of headphones, and is like, and this comes back later. I think he's listening to somewhere over the rainbow. That's the song that they're playing whilst, like, everybody just shoots the living shit out of everybody else. I was like, oh, my God. And at this point, I'm sorry, but the stuntmen, totally different people. I mean, different height, different build, different hair, like, different ethnicity. Like, the, the whole thing went out the window at this point. It felt like a bit of a student film with a massive budget. It, it felt like the sort of thing that some drama school kids 
or A level kids would come up with. One take, like if you gave them a massive budget that and like the ability to work with a studio that this is what they came up with. And because the acting was bad, even like some of the, I, when it did that, you know, there's a massive like gun shoot out with somewhere over the rainbow playing. And you're like, this feels like a very, uh, a, a very A level thing to do. And even then it wasn't done especially well either because it wasn't like all you can hear is the music with like sort of a childish music with a massive gunshot, uh, gunshot. You could still hear and see everything. So it didn't even feel sort of like you were getting that contradiction, you know, that juxtaposition that they were going for. It, it just, and neither Nick Cage nor John Travolta are good actors or maybe, or, or maybe John Travolta brings down Nick Cage. That made me feel that Nick Cage is worse than he is. I thought Nick Cage was good. I honestly, I thought he was good as the baddie. I thought he was great, and I thought when he was the goodie, it was it was really interesting because I could really there were times where I could really tell that he was the goodie with the baddie's face, like especially in that massive shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. is like fucking shit. I mean, there was nothing nothing at all about his performance that but Nick Cage I thought actually there were moments where I was like wow actually I, I'm buying into the fact that you are actually the goodie with the baddest face on and then I wanted to sort of shoot myself because I you know <laughs> did not have made me feel like that with one of those super super adorable golden guns super adorbs I wanted to tell you that I actually did a bit of research uh, last night after watching the film yeah, yeah uh, just for you it cost 80 million to make this movie Wow. They grossed $245 million at the box office. But the fact that they spent $80 million on it literally made me feel sick because I think I could have done a better job with, like, $2 million as a budget. Because... Yeah, I don't know where that where that $80 million went. Like... No idea. It, I, probably on the helicopter hire near the beginning. Yeah, the plane hire. The Yeah, the stuntmen, because there was quite a lot of stunt work, but it was just done really badly i mean just going back a second because we've got to deal with a few other things before we kind of close okay. but I, I i just felt like as it got as we got further through the film there were so many things that just like they obviously were like we've got to sort this out and we don't know how to do it like when he, she's like i've been living with this man his wife, like, I've been living with this man as man and wife for the last couple of weeks, basically saying, like, I've had sex with him. And he's like, well, it's my fault I put you in that position, but, you know, I'll, I'll spend my whole life making up to you if you let me. And she's like, well, you better. And it's like, that's it. They've glossed over the fact that she's been sleeping with the guy who killed their son. And she didn't <laughs> fucking notice that he didn't have a bullet hole on his chest or that he was a completely different fucking man. Like... Yeah, I mean, literally a different fucking man. He'd have different moves. The other thing, I mean, this is a really small thing, but if you smoke in a house of non-smokers, the fucking non-smokers will know about it. Like, as an ex-smoker, if somebody smokes within about 50 metres of me, I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck is that? Like, I hate it. If you came into my house and smoked a cigarette in my lounge and then left, when I came home, I would know. How did she not know that her husband has been smoking all the way through the house? It's just bonkers. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It's like these bits of the film just make the whole thing unbelievable. Like, it, it, 
nothing was good. So you just think <laughs> nothing was good. Well, so it's a hell of a review, isn't it? The guns were good. The clothes were good. The glasses that the baddie wore in the first ten minutes were fucking wonderful. I'm going to get myself a pair of those. I loved them. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked his like evil laughter thing. That that kind of was quite cool. Um, but honestly, this film at the and I'm oh, sorry, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. At the end. His wife just calls up his ex colleagues and goes, "Oh no, no, um, that's not that's not the baddie. That's my good. That's my husband." They land on that beach scene and they just walk straight up to the bad guy and go, "Well, the bad guy's face," and go, "Sir, are you all right? No questions. No, like, can you tell us what happened on Wednesday, the seventeenth of February? Nothing. They just take his wife's word for it." So And they take him back in and go, don't worry, we'll fix you. We'll send you back as you were. Well, hang on a second, because the only guy who's ever done this revolutionary surgery, they also never say whether they've done it before. They just like, look at this ear we made. I can take your face off. I would have asked to see some other examples of their work, right? But fine. And they've killed the only surgeon, the only people who knew about it. And then they just do it again. And then the weirdest bit for me is he just walks into the house and it goes all like slow motion she looks up she's he's walking in i'm like and she's like, oh i can't believe you're home like one could you not have picked him up from the hospital two there's no scars there's nothing like that he's just walking straight in three oh i brought this little kid um, with well, me i mean just before we get to the kid because that is a whole nother thing um <laughs> they need some serious therapy as well as a family oh god yeah i mean the kids does just, How just, is she even ever, if no one else ever 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 gonna trust her husband is her husband again i mean if my if my life has been affected in this manner when that man walks into my room through the door without a key or anything like that there's no fucking way i am trusting that that is my husband until i've at least yeah. had a few questions yeah that only he could answer. So, would you have like, would you have, would you ask questions or would you there be like a special word? I mean, he he does do the face strokey thing. Or would you be like, here's the code word? We have a code word. Not for this situation, because I don't imagine this situation would happen, but we have a code word. So, we always. A code word for what? For any situation that we have to prove that. My dad did it with me and my brother when we were kids. We had a word that only. Hold on, I need you to finish that sentence. You had a code word in case. Like, for what, for what situation? My dad, me and my brother had a word that we are the only three people in the world that know it. We've never told it to anyone. Like, I've never told that word to Ellie. Simon's never told that word to my brother. Simon has never told that word to anyone, as far as I'm aware. My dad never told anyone the word. So if one of us got kidnapped or something, and they were like, oh, um, you need to prove, you know, what's it called? Like, proof of life or whatever. The only proof of life yeah. that we would have accepted was that word. So there's no way in the world that anyone else could get that from us. Like we're the only people that know it. So, yeah. So you and Ellie have a word now yes. in case one of you has their face like removed. Any, it's not for face removal per se, but I mean, to be honest, if somebody is, if someone rang me at work and went, don't trust your wife, get Ted as far away from, um, from Ellie as you can. Ellie's not who you think she is. I would literally ring Ellie and be like, Ellie, what's the code word? And, okay. I, I'm not going to expect you to tell me the code word, although that would be amazing. I'm never going to tell you. When, when, 
when have you used the code I word with Ellie? And that's that's great. So why did you set it up? Why did you create a code word? What was the circumstances originally that you went, we should have a word just in case? Because we had a word as kids with my dad. And, I've, you know, like my, my dad is dead now, so we're not probably going to use that. But me and my brother still have the same word. So if anyone had to prove to me, like, if I had to, look, it sounds ridiculous, but it takes two seconds. Just do it. And if you need it, you've got it. You're, if you end up in a situation where you're wondering whether Haley is Haley or if someone has stolen her face, you're going to be like, fuck me. If only I'd spent two minutes just setting up a code word and then life would be better. Like, seriously. Okay. So I'm just going to uh, ask our many listeners if you have a special uh, code word with a member of your family or a friend. Um, in case one of you has been kidnapped, please can you let us know? You don't have to tell us the password, but just find, uh, our Twitter or, or Instagram. Tell us if you have a code name to prove that you are who you really say you are and your face hasn't been stolen. Yeah, so not yeah, the, the, the finale then of this with the kids, you know, I mean, there's several things. One, He's already agreed to take the kid before he's checked with his wife. And that is yeah. unbelievable. But two, bringing a child who's really seen some of the worst, worst things in the world happen and who is yeah, so the son of the man who killed your own child into your home, yeah. it's not okay. I mean... That yeah. guy, that kid is going to need a lot of therapy and he's going to understand one day that his dad was a fucking bastard. He does not need to learn that when his new dad is the person who killed his real dad and is also the father of the guy that his real dad killed. I mean, it's just too messed up. Yeah, your, your dad... Your biological dad killed your adopted dad's son and your adopted dad killed your biological dad. Oh, yeah. And now you're going to live with the guy who like it's I can't believe social services agreed to that. No. And again, if you're looking for things that are unrealistic, that's very high on the list. Oh, God. Like I think number one for you is smoking in the house. Number two for me is the uh social services and number three is i don't know why you showed me making an ear if you're just going to cut someone's face off having said that did you enjoy the film no i mean well i I give it quite a low score to be honest it's really not one of my faves I, i i i don't i think my film would have been better i wondered whether i said because i was like this is ridiculous whether it was like so bad it would be enjoyable but i don't think it was i think it was just bad my film would have been better and i tell you what there would have been no fucking smoking in houses where people don't smoke and no placing children in custody with people who are not fit to be parents i mean that's all i want from a film i just want realistic social services and i think that's probably the perfect place to leave this episode um so another one off the list not quite a win for either of us but Maybe the next one will be better, the next one. All right. All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye.